This evening we'll be exploring forgiveness. Forgiveness is an aspect of the unobstructed, unconditional acceptance of love, the love and the care that metta and karuna, compassion, offer us in relationship to others and in relationship to ourselves. We've already explored metta and compassion to some degree uh, in this retreat. And some of you are also doing uh, some metta practice or maybe engaging in metta practice as these next two weeks unfold. This evening we'll explore the quality of the heart of forgiveness through a short Dhamma talk and then through a guided sit-together. In order to be released from deeply held aversion for ourselves or for others, we must learn to be able to practice forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very powerful energy. It has the power to strengthen and to affirm patience, and it helps to ripen the energies of metta and compassion, karuna, in the heart and in the mind. Forgiveness creates the space for renewal, for a life that's free from bondage to the past or the constriction of clinging to some sort of imagined future. Forgiveness forgiveness allows us to reclaim our energy, reclaim the energy that's bound up in the past or bound up in some sort of imagined future. Our present life really can't be fully lived if we're caught, if we're imprisoned by our own past actions or by the past actions of others. The anger, rage, resentment, sadness, guilt, missing, longing, all of which are actually partially experienced pain, are what we might call the inheritance that we carry from the past, our karmic predicaments. And they narrow or they constrict our inner and outer world. These states function by closing the heart, keeping it tight, keeping it constricted. Forgiveness meditation isn't at all about forcing anything. It's not about pretending anything. Nor is it directing us to for forget about ourselves in deference to the needs or the wants of others. In fact, it's out of kindness and compassion for ourselves that we create the conditions through our practice for an unfettered, unobstructed, unconditional acceptance, love, and care to develop and blossom.
This metta love has the great power to dissolve separation and to relieve us of the burden or the heavy weight of maybe binding guilt or ongoing unresolved anger or rage or fear. I think that for most of us, it's more difficult to forgive than to not forgive. Looking at the violence and the threatened violence occurring in our world right now, we can observe that many political leaders often find it easy to unite people under a bond of common fear, feeling threatened and hatred, rather than uniting people through a shared understanding that's rooted in compassion and loving-kindness. And it's not so easy to access that place in us where we can forgive. To be able to forgive is actually quite a deep letting go. We could say it's a kind of dying. We let go so deeply that we can truly forgive that when we actually can truly forgive, we're able to know and maybe even to say, I'm not that person anymore. And also in relationship to the other, you're not that person anymore. Some of our identity may have to die in this letting go so that we can in fact reclaim the energy that is bound up in the past. And it's very important to understand, very important to know that forgiveness is not about condoning harmful actions. It's not about condoning suffering or condoning injustice. Forgiveness isn't to be confused with being passive towards abuse or various kinds of violence. We may be able to access forgiveness for the actor, the person, but not forgive the action. And we may come to really deeply understand that the action came from a place of suffering. And so be able to forgive the actor without condoning the action. Forgiveness is a relinquishment, a letting go of resentment, a relinquishment, letting go of guilt both of which are very painful, devastating, and destructive emotional states. I found it quite helpful a number of years ago when I learned that Buddhist psychology makes a distinction between guilt and ignorance. Guilt is a state that saps our energy. 
and strengthens our sense of self, our self as a terrible, bad person. Guilt is actually quite a self-obsessed, egotistical state of mind. Remorse, on the other hand, allows for recognition and realization, both of which come from being very honest with ourselves that we did something unskillful. We did something unskillful that caused pain in ourselves and in another, or maybe in a group of beings, in others. With remorse, we allow ourselves to feel the pain of that recognition. With remorse, there's an acknowledgement that leaves us the energy for resolving. So, for instance, resolving not to repeat our unskillful behavior and move on. Remorse doesn't sap our energy because it comes through clear seeing and acknowledgement, which is actually a wholesome sensibility. Consequently, energy is available, which allows transformation or allows transcendence to take place. As forgiveness develops and grows within us, it can take various forms. Maybe we move towards making amends. Maybe we gain the courage to make the resolve to be treated better. When we find that our energy is no longer bound up, maybe we open to new possibilities, new experiences that we didn't see, that we weren't able to see previously. Maybe we stand up and demand justice in particular circumstances. And maybe we just simply leave a particular situation behind. Because the practice of forgiveness can take us to the edge of what we can accept, what we feel comfortable with and can accept, takes us to those edges. There can often be a sense of spiritual and psychological well-being that comes when we practice forgiveness. And it's not easy. Being at our edge is pretty challenging some of the time. Sometimes it might even be wrenching to some degree. But in the long run, and sometimes even in the short run, it can be transformative. Transformative in very deep ways. It takes courage and an ongoing remembering of where our deepest and 
truest ease and happiness lies. In the process of practicing forgiveness, many difficult emotions might arise, such as anger, hatred, shame, guilt, confusion, fear, doubt, a sense of betrayal. It's important to allow these states to arise without judging them, without trying to stop or get rid of them. It's important to just simply recognize them as natural occurrences in this process of cultivating the heart, the mind of forgiveness. And to then gently return the attention to the forgiveness reflection and the practice. So now we'll begin uh, the guided forgiveness practice and beginning uh, with giving attention to the breath for about five minutes and I'll time it and let for you. So sitting comfortably and wherever the breath is most clearly and directly felt, sensed experientially in your body, that's the place to pay attention to the breath. One in-breath, one out-breath at a time. And opening the mind and heart to receive the sensations of breath. Not the thought of breath, not the concept of breath, but the direct sensations, wherever they're most clearly and directly felt in your body.
Now letting go of the <clears throat> breath as your primary object of attention. And we'll spend a few moments now practicing metta for ourselves. And using the metta phrases that you usually practice with. And this evening, keeping it very simple, not using long or complex phrases. Metta just for yourself. For three or four rounds, using your familiar phrases. And now finishing with whatever phrase you're on. And I'll offer the forgiveness practice. This evening, we'll keep this practice generic. Even though various specific people uh, will probably show up or may show up, (coughs) don't hold on to them in the practice. Noticing, recognizing, but not holding on. Just let them go by.
And if it feels to you this evening before we start that this forgiveness practice may be too difficult for you this evening, please don't do it. You can just continue on with metta practice for yourself and maybe offer metta to a benefactor and to all beings, (coughs) knowing that the seeds for forgiveness practice have been planted for another time. If along the way of our forgiveness practice this evening it feels like it's just too difficult this evening to do it, you can stop, let it go, and go back to metta for yourself and maybe for a benefactor and for all beings. The metta practice has three parts, or not, excuse me, the forgiveness practice has three parts. And so we'll uh, gently and slowly practice with each part individually. The first phrase, for all the ways that I have hurt or harmed you, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for forgiveness. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed you, knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for forgiveness. So repeating that silently within your own heart and mind, And whatever happens, happens. And just be mindful, present and mindful with what happens. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed you knowingly or unknowingly, I ask for forgiveness. Again, remember not to latch on to anyone in particular. Various people come up and show up and pass through. Let them do that.
for all the ways that I have hurt or harmed you, knowingly or unknowingly. I ask for forgiveness. And now letting this phrase go, letting all those beings that have come through go. And bringing the attention back to the simple mindful presence of breath. Just this. And we'll move now to the second part of the forgiveness practice with this phrase. For all of the ways that you have hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. For all of the ways that you have hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. And again, remembering not to latch on to anyone any being that shows up, recognition, but not clinging on to them, not holding them in the practice, just letting them pass through, pass by.
and not getting caught up in stories, which would be part of latching on to particular people. For all the ways that you have hurt or harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive you. And now letting this phase of the practice go, this aspect of the practice, letting all those who have moved through 
come in and move through the mind and heart, letting the phrase go, let it all go. And bringing the attention back to the simple, mindful presence of breath. The direct experience of one inhalation and one exhalation. Wherever it's most clearly and directly felt in your body. And now letting the breath as primary object of your attention, let it go. And we'll move now into the third aspect of the forgiveness practice. with this phrase. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, I offer forgiveness. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, I offer forgiveness.
again letting images, memories, thoughts pass through, not dwelling in any one particular place, recognizing, being aware of what is passing through, but not stopping and dwelling there. Let it flow through. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, I offer forgiveness.
And now letting this aspect of the forgiveness practice go. Letting it rest. Letting it be. And bringing the attention back to the simple mindful presence of breath. 